Shalom, Alakim, and welcome back to the broadcast, Peace Be Upon You. I'm Sean, your host. The website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this work. I want to thank you for joining me this morning. We are going to be resuming our Torah portion study. We're looking at this week's portion, uh, which happens to be called Vayikra. And uh, let me read the portion summary for you real quick from TorahPortions.org, which says, The title Leviticus is derived from the Greek Septuagint version of the Torah. The book of Leviticus is predominantly concerned with Levitical rituals. An older Hebrew name for the book was the Laws of Priesthood. But in Judaism today, it is referred to by the name Vayikra, which means, and he called. Vayikra is the first Hebrew word of the book, which begins by saying, And the Lord called to Moses, and spoke to him from inside the tent of meeting. Leviticus describes the sacrificial services and the duties of the priest. It also introduces ritual purity, the biblical diet, the calendar of appointed times, laws of holiness, laws related to temptation, vows, and ties. In addition, Leviticus discourses on ethical instruction and holiness. The 24th reading from the Torah is infamous with the Hebrew name of the book it introduces. By Yikra, this portion introduces the sacrificial services and describes five different types of sacrifices. So we're going to be beginning the book of Leviticus. We're going to be reading chapters 1 through 5 today. Now a lot of it is laws and uh, things of that nature, but it's a very important book because I believe, and I could be mistaken by this, but I know it is one of the most quoted books by Jesus, if not the most quoted book by Jesus. Uh, so it's important for us to to get an understanding of what's in here. Today, just to change things up a little bit, I'm going to read from the Hallelujah Scriptures. Um, there is one Hebrew word that will probably come up a lot uh, that if you don't know may be confusing, so I'll just tell you right now. It's the word Kohen or Kohenim, which simply means priest or priesthood. And uh, so that's what we're going to be doing today. Not a lot of commentary because it's really just giving the instructions on the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, the offerings of well-being, the sin offerings, and offerings with restitution. Uh, so there's really nothing to commentate on. But I pray that the reading of the word will bless you. In the Hallelujah Scriptures, God name, God's name just shows up as the Paleo-Hebrew version. This is written in Paleo-Hebrew. I tend to lean towards Yehovah as the pronunciation. And so that's the one I will use today. All right. Let's dig right in. Leviticus chapter 1. Vayikra chapter 1. Verse 1. And Yehovah called to Moshe, and spoke to him from the tent of appointment, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, When any one of you brings an offering to Yehovah, you bring your offering of the livestock, of the herd, or of the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering of the herd, let him bring a male, a perfect one. Let him bring it at the door of the tent of appointment, for his acceptance before Yehovah. 
and he shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted on his behalf to make atonement for him. And he shall slaughter the bull before Yehovah, and the sons of Aaron, the Kohanim, shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood all around the altar which is at the door of the tent of appointment. And he shall skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. And the sons of Aaron, the Kohen, shall put fire on the altar and lay the wood in order on the fire. And the sons of Aaron, the Kohanim, shall arrange the pieces with the head, the fat on the wood, which is on the fire, on the altar. But its entrails and its lace he washes with water, and the Kohen shall burn all of it on the altar as a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a sweet fragrance to Jehovah. And if his offering is from the flock, from the sheep, or from the goats as a burnt offering, let him bring a male, a perfect one. And he shall slaughter it on the north side of the altar before Jehovah, the sons of Aaron, the Kohanim, shall sprinkle its blood on the altar all around. And he shall cut it into pieces, and its head and its fat, and the Kohen shall arrange them on the wood which is on the fire on the altar. But the entrails and the legs he washes with water, and the Kohen shall bring it, and burn it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a sweet fragrance to Jehovah. And if the burnt offering is on his offering to Jehovah, is of birds, then he shall bring his offering of turtle doves or young pigeons. And the Kohen shall bring it to the altar and shall wring off its head and burn it on the altar, and his blood shall be drained out at the side of the altar. And he shall remove it, crop with its feathers, and throw it beside the altar on the east side into the place for ashes. And he shall split it at its wings, but not sever it. And the Kohen shall burn it on the altar, on the wood that is on fire, is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, a sweet fragrance to Jehovah. And when anyone brings a grain offering to Jehovah, his offering is to be a fine flour. And he shall pour oil on it and put frankincense on it. And he shall bring it to the sons of Aaron the Kohanim. He shall take it from his hand, filled with fine flour and oil, all the frankincense. And the Kohen shall burn it as a remembrance portion on the altar, an offering made by fire a sweet fragrance to Jehovah. And the rest of the grain offering is for Aaron and for his sons, most Kadesh, of the offerings to Jehovah by fire. And so you bring as an offering grain offering baked in the oven unleavened cakes of fine flour mixed with oil or unleavened thin cakes anointed with oil. But if your offering is a grain offering on the griddle, it is a fine flour unleavened mixed with oil. Divide it into bits and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. And then if your offering is a grain offering in a stewing pot, it is made of fine flour with oil, and you shall bring to Jehovah the grain offering that is made of these, and shall present it to the Kohen, and he shall bring it to the altar. And the Kohen shall take it from the grain offering a remembrance portion, and burn it on the altar in an offering made by fire a sweet fragrance to Jehovah. And the rest of the grain offering is for Aaron and his sons, most Kodesh of the offerings, to Jehovah made by fire. No grain offering which, is you, which you bring to Jehovah is made with leaven, for you do not burn any leaven or any honey in an offering to Jehovah made by fire. Bring them to Jehovah as an offering of the first fruits, 
but they are not burned on the altar for a sweet fragrance. And season with salt every offering of your grain offering. And do not allow the salt of the covenant of your Elohim to be lacking from your grain offering. With all your offerings you bring salt. And if you bring a grain offering of your first fruits, the Yehovah, bring for the grain offerings of your first fruits green heads of grain roasted on the fire, crushed heads of new grain. And you shall put oil on it and lay frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. And the Kohen shall burn the remembrance portion from its crushed grain and from its oil. With all frankincense and offering made by fire to Yehovah. And if that which he presents is a peace offering, if he is bringing it of the herd, whether male or female, he brings a perfect one before Yehovah. And he shall lay his hands on the head of the offering and slaughter it at the door of the tent of appointment. And the sons of Aaron, the Kohanim, shall sprinkle the blood on the altar all around. And from the peace offering he shall bring an offering made by fire to Yehovah, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is on the entrails and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them by the loins, and the appendages of the liver, which he removes with the kidneys. And the sons of Aaron shall burn it on the altar upon the burnt offering, which is on the wood, which is on the fire, as an offering made by fire a sweet fragrance to Yehovah. And if that which he presents is from the flock for a peace offering to Yehovah, male or female, he brings a perfect one. If he is bringing a lamb as his offering, then he shall bring it before Yehovah. He shall lay his hand on the head of its offering, and slaughter it in front of the tent of appointment, and the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle its blood on the altar round about. And from the peace offering he shall bring near as an offering made to by fire to Yehovah. Its fat, all the fat tail which he removes close to the backbone, and the fat that covers the entrails, and all the fat that is on the entrails the two kidneys and the fat that is on them by the loins, and the appendages on the liver which he removes with the kidneys. And the Kohen shall burn them on the altar as food, an offering made by fire to Yehovah. And if his offering is a goat, then he shall bring it before Yehovah. And he shall lay his hands on its head and slaughter it before the tent of appointment. And the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle the blood on the altar round about. And from it he shall bring his offering as an offering made by fire to Yehovah, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them by the loins, and the appendage on the liver, which he removes with the kidneys. And the Kohen shall burn them on the altar as food, an offering made by fire for a sweet fragrance. All the fat belongs to Yehovah. An everlasting law throughout your generations and all your dwellings, you do not eat any fat or any blood. Please note, the command not to eat any blood is not just an Old Testament thing. You can actually find that in the New Testament. the instructions given to the new Christians. I believe it's Acts chapter 15. Um, they tell them, you know, to abstain from fornication, to not eat things sacrificed to idols, and to not eat the blood. And so, that is not an old thing, that is a ongoing thing. Um, and I just wanted to point that out because that's, that's something that you can find 
in the New Testament as well commandments not to eat the blood. So everything needs to be cooked out. Uh, there's lots to be said about the blood itself. Also, what we're noticing as we're reading these inst sacrificial instructions here in the book of Leviticus is one simple concept. Is that sin requires blood. Right? Sin leads to death. The only thing that covers sin is blood of innocence. And so, this, all this that they're doing is pointing to the one that all this is really written about. Which is your Lord and your Savior. Jesus. Yeshua. He is our covering. He is our final sacrifice. And all this is pointing to that. And it's just a reminder that something has to die in your place because of your sin. And thanks be to God that he gave up his only begotten son who died for the sins of the whole world. And anyone who believes upon him shall not perish but be saved. Let's continue on. We're ready for chapter 4. Uh, so we've got chapter 4 and 5 yet to still read. Let's move forward. Verse 1. And Yehovah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, When a being sins by mistakes against any of the commandments of Yehovah, which are not to be done, he shall do any of them. If the anointed Kohen sins, bringing guilt on the people, then he shall bring to Yehovah for his sin, which he has sinned a young bull, a perfect one, as a sin offering. And he shall bring the bull to the door of the tent of appointment before Yehovah, and shall lay his hands on the bull's head, and slaughter the bull before Yehovah. And the anointed Kohen shall take some of the bull's blood, and bring it to the tent of appointment. And the Kohen shall dip his finger in the blood, and sprinkle some of the blood seven times before Yehovah, in front of the veil of the Kodesh place. Please note, when you hear the word Kodesh, that simply means holy. Verse 7. And the Kohen shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of the sweet incense before Yehovah, which is in the tent of appointment, and pour all the blood of the bull at the base of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tent of appointment. Then he takes all the fat of the bull as the sin offering, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat which is on the entrails, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them by the loins, and the appendages of the liver, which he removes with the kidneys, as it is taken from the bull of the peace offering, and the Kohen shall burn them on the altar of burnt offering. But the skins of the bull and all its flesh, with its head and its legs and its entrails and dung, all of the bull he shall bring outside the camp to clean place, to a clean place, where the ashes are poured out, and burn it on the wood with fire, where the ashes are poured out. It's poured out, it is burned. And if the entire congregation of Israel strays by mistake, and the master has been hidden from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done any of the commandments of Yehovah which are not to be done, and shall be guilty, when the sin which they have sinned becomes known, then the assembly shall bring a young bull for the sin, and bring it before the tent of appointment. And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands on the head of the bull before Yehovah, and the bull shall be slaughtered before Yehovah. And the anointed Kohen shall bring some of the bull's blood to the tent of appointment, 
and the Kohen shall dip his fingers in the blood and sprinkle it seven times before Yehovah in front of the veil. And put some of the blood on the horns of the altar which is before Yehovah, which is in the tent of appointment. And pour all the blood at the base of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of a tent of appointment. Then he takes all the fat from it and shall burn it on the altar. And he shall do with the bull as he did with the bull as a sin offering. So shall he do it. And the Kohen shall make atonement for them. And it shall be forgiven them. And he shall bring the bull outside the camp and burn it as he burned the first bull. It is a sin offering for the assembly. When a ruler sins, and by mistake has done any of the commands of Yehovah his Elohim, which are not to be done, and shall be guilty, or if his sin which he has sinned is made known to him, then he shall bring as his offering a buck of goats, a male, a perfect one. Please note, something I want to point out is every time it's in this chapter it's talking about if someone sins, it, it continuously says if someone sins by mistake. And so in some translations say if someone sins in ignorance. So this is not call, this is not talking about deliberately and willful sin. This is talking about I made a mistake. I made a mistake out of ignorance. I disobeyed the commandments of God out of ignorance. This is, and I don't know if that's pertinent or valuable to what you're hearing this morning, but willful sin is not to be done. That's not to say that you cannot be forgiven for willful sin. Of course you can. But uh, I would caution against willful sin. <laughs> um, and I don't even know why I'm bringing that up. Other than to say, in the New Testament, uh, you, you see John talking about that, about willful and habitual sin. Um, that's, you know, that shouldn't be found amongst God's people. And uh, that's not to say that God's people can't have a struggle or an addiction or something like that. Uh, but if you have willful sin in your life, you need to flee from it. You need to flee from it and beg for forgiveness for it and humble yourself before God. Because it's not just like you made an error. Willful sin is, is, is in your own mind and in your own heart going against what God would have you to do. And we've all been guilty of it. We need to repent of it and flee from it. Desperately flee from it. Alright, let's continue on. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the goat and slaughter it at the place where they slaughter the burnt offering before Yehovah. It is a sin offering. Verse 25. And the Kohen shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger, and shall put it on the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, and pour its blood at the base of the altar of the burnt offering, and burn all its fat on the altar like the fat of the slaughtering of the peace offering. And the Kohen shall make an atonement for him and for his sin, and it shall be forgiven him. And if any being of the people of the land sins by mistake, by doing any of the commandments of Jehovah which are not to be done, and shall be guilty, or if his sin which he has sinned shall be made known to him, then he shall bring as an offering a female goat, a perfect one, for his sin which he has sinned. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering, and slaughter the sin offering at the place of the burnt offering. And the Kohen shall take some of its blood with his finger, and shall put it on the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, and pour all the blood at the base of the altar. Then remove its fat, as fat is removed from the slaughtering of the peace offering, and the Kohen shall burn it on the altar for a sweet fragrance to Jehovah. 
and the Kohen shall make atonement for him and shall be forgiven him. And if he brings a lamb as his sin offering, he brings a female, a perfect one. He shall lay his hands on the head of the sin offering and slaughter it as a sin offering at the place where they slaughter the burnt offering. And the Kohen shall take some of the blood and the sin offering with his fingers and shall put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering and pour all the blood at the base of the altar. Then he removes all its fat as the fat of the lamb is removed from the slaughtering of the peace offering. And the Kohen shall burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire to Jehovah. So the Kohen shall make atonement for his sin that he has sinned, and it shall be forgiven him. Chapter 5 and when, being, and when a being sins, and that he has heard the voice of swearing, and is a witness, or has seen, or has known, but does not reveal it, he shall bear his wickedness. And when a being touches any unclean matter, or a carcass of unclean beast, or the carcass of unclean livestock, or the carcass of unclean creeping creatures, and it has been hidden from him, he is unclean and guilty. Or when he touches unclean lenses man, any of his uncleanliness by which he has unclean, it has been hidden from him, and he shall know it, and then he shall be guilty. Or, when, he, when a being swears, speaking rashly with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that a man swears rashly with, his, with an oath, and has been hidden from him, when he shall know it, then he shall be guilty of one of these. And it shall be, when he is guilty of one of these, that he shall confess that it confess that in which he has sinned, and he shall bring his guilt offering to Jehovah for his sin which he has sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb, or a female goat, as a sin offering. And the Kohen shall make atonement for him, for his sin. And if he is unable to bring a lamb, then he shall bring to Jehovah he who has sinned, two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. And he shall bring them to the Kohen, who shall bring near that which is of the sin offering first, and wring off its head from its neck, but not sever it. And he shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the sides of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be drained out. At the base of the altar, it is a sin offering. And he shall prepare the second as a burnt offering according to the right ruling, and the Kohen shall make atonement for him for his sin which he has sinned, and it shall be forgiven him. But if he is unable to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he who has sinned shall bring for his offering one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour as a sin offering. He puts no oil on it, nor does he put any frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. And he shall bring it to the Kohen, and the Kohen shall take it, his hand filled with it as a remembrance portion, burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire to Yehovah. It is a sin offering. And the Kohen shall make atonement for him for his sin that he has sinned in any of these, and he shall be forgiven him. And he shall be the Kohen's like a grain offering. And Jehovah spoke to Moshe, saying, When a being commits a trespass and has sinned by mistake against the Kodesh matters of Jehovah, then he shall bring to Jehovah as his guilt offering a ram, a perfect one, from the flock with your valuation in shekels or of silver, according to the shekel of the Kodesh place, as a guilt offering. And if he shall make good the sin that he has done against that which is Kodesh, he shall add one-fifth to it, and give it to the Kohen. 
And the Kohen shall make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering, and it shall be forgiven him. And when any being sins and has done what is not to be done, any of the commandments of Jehovah, though he knew it not, yet he shall be guilty and shall bear his wickedness. Then he shall bring to the Kohen a ram, a perfect one from the flock, with your valuation as a guilt offering. And the Kohen shall make atonement for his mistake he committed unintentionally, though he did not know it, and it shall be forgiven him. It is a guilt offering. He was truly guilty before Yehovah. And that is the end of our Parsha for this morning. The first five chapters of Leviticus. I pray that you have been blessed in some manner this morning by this work. That the word of God has spoken to your heart in some way. That you've come away with some value. I want to thank all of you who support this podcast through Patreon subscriptions, through PayPal, and through mail. Couldn't do it without you. And I'm very, very grateful for all of you. So thank you for those of you who continue to be um, gracious and generous uh, to the podcast. Uh, I'm always humbled by those of you who are willing to do that. Because... This is my good pleasure, and I certainly don't deserve uh, your generosity, but it's appreciated nonetheless, so thank you so much for that. Again, you can go to scriptureandprophecy.com. Everything you need that I do is there. Um, links to everything. Links to the book, links to all the podcast episodes, the email list, uh, the donate tab, uh, the blog posts, devotionals, um, all kinds of stuff. So, scriptureandprophecy.com is where you find all of that. That's all I have for you this morning, my friends. I pray that you be blessed. Peace and grace be upon you. And until next time, God bless.